Hello and welcome to episode 276 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm your host, Tom Zalatni, and I am alone in the studio once again today, but I'm not alone in your ears or in your hearts, dear listener, because I'll be joined over the phone later by my wonderful co-host, Kate Bradley. But first, I have a couple things I want to say. To be totally honest, I have been struggling to find the right words to say through all of this. It's weird because I'm usually someone who has a lot of words to say about things. I have a lot of opinions and a lot of thoughts, chief among them right now being that we need to defund the police, that black lives matter, that white complacency and ignorance perpetuate oppressive systems, that what the media have been calling protests and riots are more like what I would call a revolution. But for whatever reason, I'm having a lot of trouble putting all of those thoughts and ideas into a well-worded, cohesive essay. Um, And I I think that's okay. I I think it's okay to sometimes not be the person who has the answers, or who gives the speech, or has a super effective diatribe. It's okay to know things are true in your heart, and to act more than you speak. Um, even if, like me, your job is literally speaking. Uh, Honestly, it's maybe not the worst thing if one more white person doesn't have a whole lot to say right now. This is a good time for us to be prioritizing black voices over our own, and to share and retweet and amplify them. Um, So in light of this, rather than more words, I have a call to action for you. Specifically, if you're one of our white listeners, and I recognize that we actually have a pretty diverse listener base for this show, and so it's entirely possible you're listening right now and going, but I'm not white. Uh, If you are one of our white listeners, I want to encourage you to click the link in the description of this episode and check out the resources that we pulled together to educate yourself about your position of privilege. Um, We actually threw together like a, a very big document with a lot of resources of a lot of kinds, so, you know, you'll find something in there for sure. Um, but specifically, if you're one of our white listeners, I want you to educate yourself. You can learn about what you can do to change the corrupt systems that you're benefiting from, uh, and you can learn to be a better ally to people of color. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> Speaking from experience, uh, it's not going to feel good a lot of the time, um, but it's going to be really important. Um yeah, like I, I think just being, you know, open, like I have done a lot of learning over the past like few years and even honestly over the past month I feel like I am still learning things and it takes a lot of opening yourself up to admitting you were wrong about something, admitting that you have made mistakes in the past and like no one likes doing that. No one no one has a good time admitting that they fucked up, but you need to. <laughs> and now is a really important time to swallow that pride and to be humble enough to say like like, okay, let me learn how I fucked this up and let me learn how to do better. Yeah, if you're not one of our white listeners, the link in the description also contains resources for other things. Um, petitions that you can sign to demand that people, you know, abolish and or defund the police. Um, lists of black-owned businesses you can be supporting, including restaurants and bookstores. Um anti-racist organizations you can donate to. There's a whole lot of stuff in there. So, um, check it out. It's it's the link in our description. Uh, a big thank you to my partner, Tefra Jemian, who hosts the Yeah! podcast on our network um, for helping compile these resources. And also a huge thank you to the countless other people who have been crowdsourcing these kinds of things over the past couple of weeks, sharing things on social media for me to then stumble across and go, oh, this is really important. I should, you know, <laughs> read this and add this to the list. Um, I have just, you know, people talk about like a media overload and we actually get into that Kate and I in this episode um, in a more lighthearted way. I feel like the sort of media overload I've been having is 
there is so much good stuff to read right now about how to make things better um, that I'm like saving things and going, oh, I got to read this later. Oh, I got to read this later. And I'm like, I'm going to run out of time and mental energy for that. And it occurs to me that that is such a privileged place to come at it from, right? To, To be in a position where you don't have to think about these things is so fucking privileged because there are a lot of people who like don't even have to read things about this in order to know exactly what is going on because they're living it. And so again, I just, I want to encourage our white listeners, especially to click through that link and read stuff and don't stop educating yourself and don't stop, you know, working on being a better ally because it's hard, but it is harder for black people. If you're one of our black listeners, know that we see you, we hear you and we love you. Um, I, I wish that I had you know, something deeper to say about that. Um, This is such a fucked up time for you. And I'm really sorry for the part that like I have played in that, be it, you know, consciously or unconsciously over the years. Um, uh, There is one thing that uh, I do want to say, and that is if you're a black creator specifically, and you're looking to either start your own podcast or you need advice with an existing project, uh, I am currently waiving all consultation fees for black creators. So if you are like, "Hmm, I really want to start a podcast, but I have no idea where to start. uh, And you want someone you can like bounce ideas off of, or, you know, get an equipment list from no matter what kind of budget you have, hit me up. Um, we have uh, on our network's website, you can go to upfordnetwork.com slash help. Uh, there's like a form you can fill out. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I am happy to waive consultation fees for you right now because I want to elevate your voice uh, in any way that I can. Finally, I know that people have been divided as to whether or not to continue producing content through all of this. I think there's no right or wrong answer there, but I wanted to let you know where I stand with regard to my own projects. Um, selfishly, I kind of need to keep doing this on a weekly basis, uh, partly because it's where my income comes from and partly because I need this routine or I will lose my mind. Um, so yeah, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> um, but also, if you need to take a break from listening to this in order to focus on more important things, or if you want to prioritize listening to Black Voices right now, or if you want to prioritize listening to like more serious content than ours, I completely get it. <laughs> Go for it. That That's totally fine. We'll still be here when you eventually, you know need us basically or want us um but if you're like me and you need a little bit of routine and some consistency i hope that our show can bring you that uh, i hope that we can keep finding that balance between these kinds of serious conversations about personal growth and social change and also you know lighthearted comedy and joyful storytelling and i hope that this show continues to serve you well so yeah um please you know whoever you are click the link in the description of this episode um if you are someone who needs to educate yourself, educate yourself. If you're someone who is looking for resources, there are resources. If you are both of those things, cool. <laughs> There's a whole document with a whole lot of stuff in it. Um, please click through and uh, yeah, do what you can right now to uh, to help fight against oppression. So um, like I said a minute ago, we are going to keep doing this show and keep trying to find this balance for the next while. Um, and so the second half of the show is a goofy conversation between me and Kate Bradley, my wonderful co-host. So here is that. And here I am now with the one, the only, Kate Bradley. Oh, hello, everybody. 
I have the uh, I, I got the vibe of like being in a stadium with that intro. Thank Ooh, you. You're welcome. How could you tell that I was going to put an effect behind it to make it sound like we were in a stadium? Because you do that. That's true. <laughs> hey, so uh, happy five year anniversary of this podcast. Happy, happy. Congratulations. And happy, I guess, three year anniversary of you on this podcast. I think that that sounds right. That sounds insane to me, but I'll, I'll really, I think oh so. God. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that makes sense. Yeah. It's also crazy. But <laughs> that's great. That's, that's awesome. Thanks for bringing me on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being around. I've been gradually giving everybody a chance to share any like favorite memories they have of the show from the past five years, but also I'm putting you on the spot. So <laughs> <laughs> make of that what you will. <laughs> I can remember um, types of moments. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, I can't mm -hmm. remember like specifics, but something I loved very much was um, the amount of like no airspace when Simon was on the show. But don't I'm not I'm not dissing. I mean the conversation was so like vibrant and and like back to back that it like created this dynamic. So like I en I enjoyed very much the Simon the Simon. To the you know each person brings a different flow to the show you mm -hmm. know this yeah. everybody knows this um and and when simon was there it was like a bouncy you know vibe and and i loved that very much another vibe uh <laughs> i enjoyed was just sitting back and enjoying johan being a character my god yeah yeah. <laughs> I miss both of them so much. I, yes. uh, it was nice having Simon back ne uh, last week. And I'm, uh, mm -hmm. I keep trying to get Johan to come back, but you know, he's, he's busy. And that's he's, fair. I can't be so, grudging for so it. Fair. No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that time he played, uh, he, he played, I was going to say that time he played husband. That time he <laughs> play... Yeah, that's his name, right? <laughs> he husband? played Paul. He played Paul. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Okay, speaking of Paul, um, so <laughs> this you'll you'll know where I'm going with this in a minute. Um, okay, okay. So like you know, a few weeks ago, I texted you like a photo or a video I don't remember of one of the contestants on Guys Grocery Games who is just you but from the U.S. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like the Sandwich King or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Every time she's been on like several episodes of of that that we've watched, and every time we're like, "Oh, it's Kate Bradley." Huh. Um, <laughs> there is a host on HGTV, the like home and garden, you know, renovation, yeah. etc., uh, who we just think has big Paul energy. <laughs> Amazing! I need to hear what that means to you. Um, basically, what we 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 narrowed it down today. We were watching an episode just before I came in here to record. Um, his name is Ben Napier. You can Google him. He's from the TV show Hometown. Basically, he and his wife renovate and remodel houses in their hometown and like talk about all the history and everything for new people who are moving in. Um, and we, <laughs> Teffer said it's like somebody did like somebody described Paul to the police, but got a couple of details <laughs> wrong. <laughs> for the sketch artist and then they took that sketch and turned it into a person he's like probably two feet taller than paul this guy is a giant um, okay and he's like blonder than paul but he has such paul energy oh that's amazing i can't wait to google that with paul after this recording <laughs> big paul energy i feel like that should be his his uh, company of whatever he produces bpe so kate um <laughs> 
it's kind of an insane time right now. Um, yes. We, um, people will, by the time they're hearing this conversation, uh, just before it in this episode, they will have heard me kind of ranting a little bit about the police and how we need to defund them and how they're assholes. Um, so I thought it would be a good idea if we take the second half of the episode, which is what we're in currently, and kind of be a little mellow <laughs> and a little lighter with things, because uh, yeah. I think there is room in the world for both, and I think that a comedy podcast is the place for it. Yeah, no, I I, I agree, that, and that's something I've been struggling with a lot in the past few days mm. of, is it okay to still have, to still share and speak of good things? Mm-hmm when this is when this is going on and and i absolutely agree with you that um sharing things uh that bring joy does not uh mean you're not you don't care about the things that mm-hmm. are horrifying right now that's so. it it's 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 tricky right because you want to you want to just focus on changing the bad stuff but like exactly there is always going to be good and bad and granted right now mm-hmm. there's a lot of like horrendous bad but like life is about finding the balance and like letting those things live in contention with each other um Mm -hmm. so yeah so here we are back to uh, this half of the show that is the uh less of a bummer half hour that we have cool are you gonna are you gonna be tom and put some kind of like mellow track behind it i can't do that while i'm on a call unfortunately i haven't i haven't rigged it up so that i can record two separate aux tracks at the same time so Uh. yeah yeah. It's fine, it's fine. I'll be I know. okay. It's disappointing. I'm sorry. They'll get that <laughs> they'll get that during like the interstitial or whatever. Um Kate, should we should we tackle a Patreon question? How would you feel the about one, that? Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask you to repeat that word. Patreon question. I think I oh. burped through it a little bit. Okay. So it, Good. I, thought, I thought you were being funny. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Yes, let's dive into the Patreon <laughs> question. Burp. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't burp on command, and it, it's. I hate it, and it's. It made me. It made me feel so shitty because my brothers could do it, and then everybody around me could do it, but not me. I, okay, sorry. Moving. Moving on. <laughs> I learned it because it's. For me, the trick was always swallowing extra air. Oh look, I've heard that yeah. before. Oh, I'm sure I've, it's not helpful. I've tried. Hey, no, I think it is. Can well, you? Oh, you mean the? Can sorry, you? Go. Can you move your eyebrows independently of each other? Like, can you raise one eyebrow? <sighs> one moment. Wait, I'm touching my face. I shouldn't be touching my face. Oh no, Kate. No, I can't. You can't? Oh shit. No. Okay, cuz I was going to say that's the thing the that's the thing that I can't do that everyone's always like, "What do you mean you can't do that? Your eyebrows are really? so expressive." Yeah, right? What the fuck? I no, that's what like I thought that was one of the things. Dude, they have kids specifically in a Cadbury ad from a while back yeah. who have who can do that. That's not something everybody can do. I thought it was a thing that like a lot of people can do. I can't do it and I've always hated myself for it a little bit. No, Tom, no. It's right. totally fine. I think the proportion is pretty <laughs> I think I think I think more people cannot than can. Okay. Okay. I feel a little better about myself. So that's let's get I'm to that Patreon for. question. <laughs> Yeah. Today's Patreon question comes from Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, uh, Andrew. What does he say? Andrew says, I feel like I always chalked up the fact that I don't play a lot of new games to time, but clearly time is not a factor. It's really the paralyzation. Do you mean paralysis? I think you do. Of having too many choices. We have so many options these days for entertainment. There are thousands of games available on Steam. There are hundreds of new movies and TV shows being released monthly across streaming sites. How do you consistently make decisions when the options are nearly infinite? I spoke about this a little bit with Paul 
before you called. Oh. And his insight was very interesting. Yeah. Did he have uh, big Paul not, insight? He had such big Paul insight. Oh, my God. I love how you can just put big Paul in front of anything. <laughs> <laughs> big Paul crocodile. It still works. I had some big Paul shepherd's pie for dinner. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. <laughs> okay. So. What Paul was saying, and with with a statement with which I agree, is that it's not so much about there being uh, so many options. It can be that you're going for the safe option. Because, mm. like, for example, right now, yes, there is time, but we also have an overwhelming stress on our shoulders for various reasons. Mm-hmm. So going to a show that you know involves just enjoying the content rather than learning about the content, understanding the context of the content. Uh, If it's a board game, learning the rules, all these different things. And I thought that was an interesting point that it's not so much about, oh, there's too many things. It's like you're not actually in a place to explore right now. Uh, I really like that. That's that's a really uh, that's really insightful. Yeah. Definitely the things that I am drawn toward right now. And it's true. It is is it is all stuff that's consistent that I already know it's like I'm excited to play Animal Crossing because it has a formula that I have been playing for 20 years right yeah and because yeah. it's cozy um, and, and I'm like <laughs> the TV that I watch right now is like we are rewatching Community a show that I have seen before although I didn't yeah. see the last two seasons so I'm actually in new stuff now but like you know I, I know what it is right or we're watching mm-hmm. a lot of you know Food Network and HGTV and like those are all things where it's like even new episodes of Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives I'm like I know what to expect here <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah totally totally yeah and and like you know competition shows where you're like okay like there will be a little bit of drama because you don't know which kid is going to get kicked off the Junior Chef showdown any given week but like <laughs> You kind of know. Oh, it's oh, Kate. There is nothing like kids cooking competition shows. Oh, what? It's it's nuts because they make stuff that makes me embarrassed at my own skills in the kitchen. (laughs) And also, they're so pure that when they're assholes, you're like, you're a real asshole because you're twelve and you're saying this. (laughs) It comes from them. It's great. It's so. Oh Oh, man, it's wonderful. Um. But yeah, like, you know, we we gravitate toward the things that are comfortable because we are clinging to anything that is comfortable right now. Yeah, yeah. And on a deeper level still, Mm. which goes into a bit of a dark territory where I was crying. (laughs) No, it it is big Paul energy. I was crying and losing my shit about various things. Mm. And um, he, uh, because I was saying about how I know I don't take care of myself well. It is something I've always struggled with, mm-hmm. um, and I know exactly what I need to do to take care of myself, but I can't bring myself to do it. Like mm-hmm. I, even if you say start with something small and all this kind of good stuff. So Paul then blew my mind with some pig. With <laughs> <laughs> some pig. <laughs> He blew my mind with some pig, and then it was just philosophy from that point on. He, he blew my mind with some big Paul philosophy, <laughs> <laughs> or therapizing, whichever you want to see. Sure, it. sure. Uh, that essentially, that it could also stem from a place where I don't believe I deserve. Because mm-hmm. uh, in my case, it's food. Like I, at, at the moment, I'm not eating a lot, and right. like even if he puts food in front of me, sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, great, and then I go back to work or whatever. So. It might. It can also be sort of core belief type of stuff that right. it's not just like I myself can't choose what I want to watch. But there might be some like underlying you don't deserve to rest and and enjoy something 
in a pleasurable domain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. I'm not so. saying that's what Andrew feels. I'm just saying, or that everybody feels. I'm just saying it, it can be a factor in whether you engage in activities. Yeah. No, I get that. I uh, So I don't know if I would have mentioned this already on the show, but a few weeks ago I bought myself a barbecue. And um, this was, you know, something years in the making. Like we almost mm-hmm. got one last year, but then uh, – you know, our our work situations changed and we suddenly had half the income we were supposed to have, so we couldn't afford to buy one going into the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, this year finances are a little better, despite the fact that we're in a pandemic. I feel infinitely guilty about that, but it's just our reality. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, do something nice for myself this year and buy myself a grill before the summer starts so that I can get really into grilling the summer because this is what I have been wanting to do. And uh, mm-hmm. I ordered one from Home Depot on May 8th. And uh, they, you know, normally they brag about like, we get everything shipped in 72 hours. And because of the situation that we're in right now, they were like, we're going to get this shipped sometime soon. Estimated delivery is 8 to 16 business days. I'm like, okay, Oof, cool. Yep. Or no, 8 to 16 days, not even business days. I think every day is a business day for them. Um, so, May 28th comes along, which is, of course, 20 days after the order has been placed, and they cancel mm-hmm. my order out of nowhere, and, <gasps> and like they don't charge my credit card for it. And they cancel it, and they say, due to high demand, we had to cancel your order. Sorry about that. And I'm like, okay, you had 20 days to figure that out. Yeah. You had 20 days. And like, look, I get it. It's a hard time to work in retail, but it's not any harder a time to be a pre-programmed inventory system <laughs> than it usually is. <laughs> so like they fucked up long before the quarantine by not having a good enough inventory system to account for this kind of thing. So anyway, mad at Home <gasps> Depot. I am like, shit, I'm not going to get to do something nice for myself this summer. Maybe I should yeah. just quit and not do it at all. Cause you know, if it messed up once it's going to mess up a second time. Why even bother trying? And mm-hmm. Teffer called me out on that and was like, if you if you don't try again and you just decide like, well, I tried once and it didn't work. Now I don't have a grill this summer. You are just self-sabotaging the way that you always do. Right. And I was like, I was like, one, rude, two, <laughs> true. Uh, so, so today I went to the hardware store up the street from my house. Like there is literally one on our block, but two blocks up. Um maybe even has the same address as us. I don't know. Uh, it's it's that it's that close. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and like, I walked up there because I know they sell barbecues and I walked in and I was like, do you have this, the same grill that I wanted? They did not. He was like, no, we also have been having a lot of trouble getting new grills shipped to us right now. So like, you know, you might be better off going to one of the like bigger chain stores, unfortunately. <laughs> I was like, okay, that sucks, but thank you. So I walked home and uh, went on the Weber Grills website and found their list of, like, official partners. So, like, stores that, I guess, don't have to do any kind of, like, additional markup on the price because they're, you know, affiliates of Weber and, like, have better stock as a result. And uh, found one that's in, you know, the next neighborhood over. (laughs) uh, Okay. I have walked past this hardware store thousands of times. Uh, It was on... It was on my commute on the way to high school. So I literally, literally for five years would pass this hardware store twice a day on the way uh-huh. to and from school. Never once went in. I called them. They answered within five minutes. The guy was very <gasps> friendly. He had the exact model that I was looking for in stock. 
And uh, not only that, he called his warehouse guys. He, he was like, give me a minute. I'm going to call you back in like an hour. I'm going to check to make sure we can do this for you. Calls me back in about an hour. He's like, yeah, we've got six of them in the warehouse just sitting there unclaimed. Uh, I can get it to you as early as tomorrow morning. <laughs> and Aww. he also threw in a cover for it uh mm-hmm. not for free like i'm paying for it but he like offered like do you want to cover as well and yeah uh and threw in delivery and assembly for half the price that that usually costs because he felt bad when i told him about my situation with home depot Aww. so he shaved like 20 bucks off the price so i want to give a little shout out to hog hardware in westmount uh <laughs> If, yes! <laughs> uh, if you have screwed me over in between me recording this episode and me releasing this episode, uh, I am going to remove this shout out. <laughs> but uh, nah, from the from what you just said, I doubt they're a screw you over kind of business. No, they sound great. Yeah. Um, oh, so man, yeah. Oh my god, I and, was so tense that whole time, motherfucker. So I was, was like, I. Does he get his goddamn barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I was so frustrated because I was like, if this doesn't work, like I'm going to keep going down the list of you know local retailers who might have it and keep calling until I find something. But for this to have worked out this well, and it actually ended up being the exact same price as what Home Depot was giving me for worse service. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And And you discovered local business. Yeah. That's great. That's it. So um, I want to encourage people, if you are feeling like self-sabotaging yourself right now, don't. (laughs) Please don't. Yeah. 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 Honestly, like one of the things that I've been using to push myself beyond those moments of um oh i just can't is um i know you wanted this to be more lighthearted, but it, it's a it's that's a point okay that relates this is our um, show you know. <laughs> yes um what the what the black communities are facing right now what the, the outrage in the united states and all around the world and just thinking about the warriors who are not fucking stopping you right. know and people who just don't have the choice even before any of this started like we some we have a lot of choice um even on the smallest things so it's just something that i and i don't use it in a negative sense of oh you piece of shit they're working hard you're not doing anything therefore keep going it's more like be inspired by by what they the strength that they show and right. and and um go go beyond that because i think it's something that i I do. I self-sabotage a lot, and and the sort of like, eh, you know, what? Can do it with me, Tom. What? You know, you're like, fuck Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you're just like, no, wait a minute, let me give this another shot. (laughs) Go Teffer for setting you straight on the (laughs) self-sabotage. Despite the rudeness, so rude. It was rude. It was rude. Yeah. But now, so have you used it? No, it's it's coming tomorrow morning. Oh, of course. I, yeah, yeah. I was listening to the story. It's I'm okay. Sorry. There were a lot of details. Yeah, there were a lot of details. But I like details. Details are good. <laughs> details are good. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it should be coming tomorrow morning. So hopefully, you know, Yeah. hopefully yeah. I don't get screwed on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's it, right? Until it's in your grasp. Yeah. Because I do imagine you raising it above your head. Oh, um, as you do with a grill, yeah. As you do with a grill, holding it with like eagle talons. Um, and now I've forgotten where I was going with this because I leaned so heavily on the joke part of what I was saying. So I'm just going to pretend that anything makes sense in what I'm saying and <laughs> end on a on a tone that sounds like I finished my point. Okay, that sounds good. That I, I agree with everything you just said. Fantastic. That was big Paul tone on that point there. <laughs> oh my God, I'd already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. I'm going to write it on my whiteboard. Big Paul energy. 
god, it's so great. Um, oh, and I can use it to like, <laughs> I can use it to like, hey baby, you want to give me some big Paul energy? Ooh, give me you know, as opposed Paul. to my usual like, hey, you want to sheet dance? <laughs> That's not what I say. I mean, you don't have to lie. We know it's what you say. I know. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that and meet me on the corner. I prefer it in public. Whoa. No, that's not. That's not. What I'm, I'm not risque like that. Ooh. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> you, you just mean the corner of the house. Oh, I meant the like the street corner. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's not accurate to our sexual experiences. Fair, fair. We can't all have sex with Paul on the street corner. I know. Yeah. Only some people. Only some people. Not me. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Andrew. Uh, I think like for me the the factor that comes into like whether or not I will watch something new with no you know prior no knowledge of whether or not I like it it, it ultimately comes down to who's in it because if I look at something and I'm like okay I like you know two <gasps> or three of the people in it I'm willing yes, to yes, take yes. that chance because it's it's out of my comfort zone a little but it's like familiar you know yes yes because yes 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 um, Paul has a Kindle reader thingamajig. Mm. You know, it's a flat thing with a screen and you look at it. Yeah. And there's he has a Marvel app and it's got a million fucking comics in it. Um, and that makes it very hard to decide what you're going to read. I right. haven't really read that m- m- many comics in my life because of that over- overwhelming factor. Mm-hmm. But because it's in an app and I can just type Wolverine, <laughs> then I see all the Wolverine books, and yeah. I'm like, cool, I can look through that. So yeah, your point is absolutely valid. That it's like, what is the thing that I can feel secure about, or that interests me, and then what are the things that have those those aspects in them? Yeah, like that reduces your selection by a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's like I um I I just won't bother watching new stuff on Netflix unless I know at least like two or three actors from it, or mm-hmm. like you know the writers maybe. You know, if, yeah. if I know the writer did it, but yeah, um, I want I want there to be like, I you know, because when you're on Netflix, if you hover over something, it'll give you like either a quick trailer or a completely random assortment of mm-hmm. uh, of stills with weird music. Yeah, um, I wish there was like a condensed content thing, like a GIF almost, you know, like a quick something that could just give you the vibe of the show in a quick mm-hmm. but like beyond a trailer like right. shorter than a trailer shorter than a teaser but that like almost sends a pulse through the screen <laughs> to connect okay i'm pushing it a little bit you know here. what i i get it there's there's one commercial on the food network i'm taking everything back to the food network maybe it's on the cooking channel i don't know they're the same thing um it's it's a commercial for a show called the kitchen i it is the worst cooking show but i have watched it several times um basically like what it is is any given episode they get like a panel of you know cooking channel personalities to come hang out in a kitchen and each of them has prepared like one dish that they then like do the recipe for and sometimes they bring in special guests yada yada it's like I think maybe even filmed in front of a live audience or something I don't know but all the ads for it are just like a completely contextless 10 to 15 second clip of somebody (laughs) cooking and talking about the thing they're cooking and it's usually like a close-up shot of the food so there'll just be one where someone's like chopping radishes to add to a salad and they're like yeah and so then i cut up the radishes and i add them to the salad and you get that really nice splash of color and the contrast there with the greens and that's the whole fucking commercial (laughs) (laughs) and it's so effective 
<laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, just I was already sold as soon as you were like talking about the colors together. I was like, I want to see this. Yeah, right. I, I want to see it. That's yeah. it, and it's just like this is the vibe of this show. It's like just sort of a cooking show. You know what you're signing up for. Yeah, yeah. But it's so I find it so strange that Netflix, being such a huge company, has these like random moments because that seemed like like a condensed like that was still like a part of the show that makes sense. Sure. But other times it's just like music and then they roll through some footage of the show but doesn't indicate anyways i'm just oh also the fucking frame that is on the top is often just stupid like it's just like when you go to the next episode it's the, anyways look this isn't about netflix this is about andrew 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 i used to have a small teddy bear named andrew what happened he had a little to it? bow tie Probably gave him up at some point because mm. I wasn't an emotionally connected to him enough. Mm. You know, that kind of purge moment of sure, like, yeah. I love you, you were great for me, but I just don't think I need you anymore. I had a handful of stuffed animals I almost did that with <laughs> at a garage sale as a kid. And then, uh-huh. like, I have clear memories. There's this one that I found a little while ago that I still have and is on a shelf now. And uh, it's a raccoon with a butterfly that's, like, holding a butterfly. And uh, it's really cute. And I remember almost selling it once when I was, like, 10. And as I was watching the kid grab it off the table to to buy it, I was like... No, I can't do it. And I walked up and I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I cannot I cannot sell this one. I actually like this oh, one too man. much. And like to have had the wisdom to do that at that age was surprising. Because I yeah, feel like usually I you're didn't. just like, give me two dollars. Yeah, great. Uh and yeah. Yeah. Now I no, still have I, it. I lost my fucking well lost. It was sold. Mm. Uh, my little ponies and Shira Castle. And oh. it, it is the Shira Castle in in particular, and I hope that as I continue to say this on, on, on social media platforms and podcasts, that someone will send me the goddamn Shira Castle. <laughs> it, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> from when? It broke it's, my heart. It's, it's got to be old, right? Oh, super old. It's from yeah, like... Yeah, I was born in 82, so this was... And it probably yeah probably like in the eighties. Oh, is it the one that's kind of poly pockety? Uh, in what way? Because it's like it's it's like pink and purple, and it has it's like it has like I think it's called the Cloud Castle or something, and it has like these bubbly, cloudy sections, and there's like a little elevator in the middle. Oh, oh I, I'm so looking at good. it now. Yeah, this is dope. It's, it's so uh, good. Well, if you want it, it's four hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, I on know, Etsy. I know. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> upset. <laughs> That's brutal. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a reason I don't have it. Yeah, that's fair. Well, uh, the other thing I, I, oh, sorry, I need to, I need to say this just in case someone's out there and they want to get it for me because I'm in that kind of mood and I've never done this, but I'm straight up saying, you want to send me a Micro Machines battery? Send it to me. A Micro Machines battery. It was a bat, like a car battery that you opened up and then it had like little roads and stuff inside. Cool. It was so cool, <laughs> but that's like thirty bucks on eBay. So don't worry about it, people. Right, right. I can get it when I when I fucking decide to. But if you guys do feel so inclined, the uh, address for our network's <laughs> PO box is in the description of this episode. <laughs> oh my god! If someone sends something, I'll just feel guilty for the rest of my life. That's like, <laughs> you know, we haven't gotten enough use out of the PO box over the years. Maybe it's time. Mm. Maybe it's time. S- send pogs, people. Send pogs. <laughs> Big pog energy. <laughs> pig pog energy. Okay, we've talked enough about pigs on this episode. Ha ha ha. I'm it's sorry. funny because uh-huh. I sp- talked about cops yeah. earlier. Um yeah. Kate, we're at the we're at we're out of time. 
I don't want to keep you too much longer. We said we'd, mm-hmm. we'd go half an hour. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to plug or uh, encourage people about right now before we uh, wrap up? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, a plug. Uh, Montreal Improv will be offering online classes. Yay! Uh, yay! We're hoping to get registration open on Wednesday. Uh, the so before this comes out. Before this comes out, great. Sweet. So this will be it'll be open. There'll be classes. Uh, we'll be adding classes as we go. MontrealImprov.com. A uh, little four-week session classes, nice. so that it's not eight weeks where you're like, I can't commit to eight weeks. The world is ending. Yeah, you know, yeah. all I that that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's an opportunity to uh, try something new and and connect with people. And it might be easier than when you're like, I don't want to go to a theater. That's too intimidating. You just click zoom, zoom, and it's done. Nice. Are you guys yes. gonna be offering <laughs> higher level classes, or is it all like the intro level stuff? Um, there will be some higher higher. The, I'll have. Uh, the, 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 the first round will have storytelling because this is coming out after registration I'm, I'm giving you all the down low yeah. um, <laughs> storytelling uh, short form game long uh, intro to long form and then three classes that cover uh, like beginner, intermediate and advanced Sweet. which will be specified because I'm still working like a maniac to try to get this fucking thing out you got this, I believe in you <laughs> yes. is the storytelling and with Jeff Gandell? it is Ooh, okay, I might have to uh keep an eye out and try to sign up for that i've been meaning to take that class oh and you would be interested too because it's it's specifically focused on the sound of storytelling and the show will likely be a um an audio like a podcasty type right situation yeah Yeah, so um that could be very cool and then maybe matt goldberg will finally invite me to do confabulation Hey, look. <laughs> Every step is in the right direction. The man uses my studio. <laughs> <laughs> he owes you so much. <laughs> and on the uh, plug plug done on the encouragement side, I do want to backtrack on using the word warriors earlier. That's bullshit. These are people, everybody that is going out and fighting the good fight. Um, so encouraging you, uh, if you're a white person, to educate yourself, uh, look things up, read the posts that are shared out there, and you will fuck up in your process. Mm-hmm. You will misstep. <laughs> you might insult people. You might you might say the wrong thing, but that's part of it. If you don't step forward and fuck up, you're never going to learn. So that's where, where I'm at <laughs> in that process as well of just being like, stop worrying about the consequences of speaking up and just fucking do it this is important donate there's all kinds of resources available online and so many people have put together like giant pdfs with all kinds of resources books podcasts places to donate educate yourself motherfuckers educate yourself motherfuckers yes and take care of yourselves take care of yourselves and speak to your friends uh friends and family and all that kind of stuff because sometimes we're like i can't change the world well maybe you have an uncle who you think would benefit from getting an article, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, I, I sent, I know my brother doesn't listen to this. I sent my brother uh, a link on, um, uh, oh, fuck, The Conscious Kid is a is an account on uh, Instagram, mm. and they have great resources for parents um, and how to approach the topic of race with your children. And so I sent that. He has not responded. I don't know what his, <laughs> what his reaction <laughs> to me sending that to him is, but... <laughs> It is what it is. You yep. try and you do what you can. That's it. So those are my words of encouragement and 
yeah that's it sweet thank that's you it. yeah um i'm i'm gonna have included some links uh two things relevant to that in the description of this uh at the time of this recording i'm not 100 percent sure what those links are so just check the links in the description of this episode uh for some great resources about that um it is an important time to uh be thinking about how you can be an ally to black people especially uh but mm-hmm. to all marginalized people groups um it it is uh <laughs> Yeah, it feels like the most important time, maybe, because it's like, look, it's pride, and there's a pandemic, and there is still a lot of horrendous shit happening to indigenous people, and there is horrendous shit happening actively to black people, and mm-hmm. like, all of this is happening at the same time, and it's it can be really overwhelming, but know mm-hmm. that whatever you do to make things better is a thing that you are doing to make things better. And mm-hmm. no in- one individual person is going to change the world. <laughs> so don't no, put that no. pressure on yourself. Just do what yeah. you can. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, possibly something that I'm, I'm having a lot of difficulty with is um, moderate how much content you're absorbing mm-hmm. because it, that can just have a negative impact, impact on how much you're able to do because you're just overwhelmed by, by all the the stuff that you didn't know before, you know, like, uh, I've seen a lot of posts about like, guys, stop being shocked about this. This is not new. Yeah. So that energy of like, Oh my God, we have to act now. It's like, you have to act now. Yes. But you have to integrate this into your life from now on. Yeah. So yeah, it's gotta be a continuous action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I like that. Okay. Ooh, well, yeah. I think Toby has been screaming for a little while. So I'm going to go oh, see what's okay. Uh, Kate, thank you so much. It was nice to touch base and, uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tom. Of course. My Have pleasure. a great time with your uh, child. Oh, and I'm your sure partner. I will. He's screaming. And so I'm going to go say, hey, Paul, <laughs> give me that big Paul energy, and then we're going to fuck wildly. Woo. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, enjoy. <laughs> And thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion to hear all about that. Uh, We do give a portion of our proceeds to uh, people who need it more than we do. So, yeah make it happen uh if you don't want to give money that's also cool you can support us for free by leaving a rating review on your podcatcher of choice or by sharing the episode with a friend follow us following us on the socials and uh yeah that's it do that special thanks to the honey thorns for letting us use their song crack apart as our theme music you can find all their music for sale at the honeythorns.bandcamp.com and the show is produced and edited by me tom's a and i for the upford network you can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com I'm Teffer. I'm Caddy. And I'm Hannah. And we are the Yeah Podcast. Join us as we dig into young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA Lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah!
Dungeons. Dragons. Canada. The multiverse theory. Corgis. Queer representation. Reconciliation. Angels. Demons. Squirrels. Moose. Moose and squirrels. Sorcerers. Dinosaurs. Forests. Giants. Rogues. Warlocks. Plains. Sewers. Lavender. Natural Toonie. A Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Right here on the Upford Network. (laughs) Ah, 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 ah.